0: Live either, maybe red, we're live. The red Mr. lights Francis. come on.
1: Where is your skull of trust this evening? I mean, this morning. I mean, I've actually afternoon. got. I've actually got a skull. I've got a skull pendant thing here, actually. Because I think you mentioned you you got one or something. This is like a midlife crisis thing, isn't it? But it's like. But I, like I don't
0: have a skull pendant. Pendant thing. I thought
1: you said. I, I thought you said on a. I thought I heard you saying you had one. Maybe not. Maybe it was. Maybe I imagined it. I want, yeah, maybe I want one. I mean, it's to remind you of the brevity
0: of time. I've got a quote from Seneca here, which is a good one. Mm. He wrote a very short um, kind of piece that got translated, but it's called Seneca on the Shortness of Life. You live as if you were destined to live forever. No thought of frailty ever enters your head of how much time has already gone by. You take no heed. You squander time as if you drew from a full and abundant supply, though all the while the day which bespose... Which you bestow on the same personal thing is perhaps your last. And we've got one from the mm. old boss himself, Jobsy. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of other people's opinions drown out your own voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. That's one of the best speeches from Jobsy I've ever seen, actually. I think it would just be, mm. he gave it as a, um, I think it was at Harvard, like you know, the the graduation speech, and then a few months later, she died. Um, mm. I think he'd just been re re-di- diagnosed with like some bizarrely rare cancer. Um, mm. So time was obviously pressing. But how can we how can we apply, or how would you know? What advice can we give people? I guess in a dating-related context, to you know, w- with with time in mind, what are the kind of key things that we see people screw up on, or we've screwed up on, in fact, and we still screw up on? There's well, many. I mean,
1: <laughs> there are many. Um, one thing is getting into relationships too early, or getting into relationships with. Got, you know, unsuitable women too early and locking yourself down into something or just inadvertently getting locked down into something where maybe you didn't mean to. That was a mistake that I made, actually, in the earlier days when I was doing day game, because I did the classic rookie mistake, really. I discovered that you could go out and socialize and you could improve your dating life. And I, you know, I did that and had some success. And then pretty soon I met a girl who was pretty cool and I effectively made a decision. I just effectively like, right, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cash my chips here for a bit and pulled out of the, the market for a time with this girl. And right. I don't it's not like I regret that because she was a nice girl and everything else, but the reality was that isn't really what I wanted. And she wasn't really the right girl for me. And looking back now, you kind of think, well, if I hadn't have done that, I could have had another 18 months of just being out there having some cool experiences and meeting new people, right? So I think that is one thing that people come up against quite a lot
0: that's a big one. Um, I know many, I, I say to many, many a man, they're like, you know, cause they, they come into going, Oh, I'm looking for the one or I'm looking for something mm. special. Like, that's cool. But what you don't want to happen is what I've seen happen to a number of guys. They meet a hot girl early on. And it's almost like that kind of fool's gold of, of they, they're like, Oh, this is amazing. Like a hot girl's into me. Exactly. As you said. And they, they get into a relationship with her. And what happens is a year passes and I get a call and the guy's like, Oh fuck, I've just been dumped. And I'm like, Okay. yeah and he's like yeah I feel bad because I'm in basically the same position I was in when I first entered it yeah and that's my I say to a lot of guys I'm like just don't get into something uh, I'd say personally I'd stay single um till like without serious relationship in hindsight to around the age of 30 if I had my time again um, yeah I'd, 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 I'd,
1: yeah I would as well I would as well um, just to learn
0: learn all the tricks learn the ropes and if you're getting into day game I'd say stay single for at least two years because you want to learn the process of approaching and meeting women in any situation, basically having complete social freedom, but understanding how dynamics of of flirting and I guess seduction work, Um, Mm. understanding the texting, converting those, those numbers into dates and actually going on dates, understanding that dating process and then relationship management process of seeing a couple of girls, non-exclusively having fun with it, blah, blah, blah. If, If you don't go through those different things, elements you need to learn, you're not really going to be doing any of this stuff from a position of power, in my in my opinion. Um, yeah, kind of mistakes I've learned along the way as well.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I just think it's very easy to do because, especially if you're coming from a position of not having much abundance, and then you get into it, and then you start to, you know, you meet a girl who's actually really cool and she's really attractive, and you get on. It's very tempting to say, okay, well, listen, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rest up here for a bit because this is pretty good. And, and it may be, but that doesn't mean that it's the right thing for you in terms of your wider life. And there's a balance to be struck, isn't there? Because at the same time, I'm not saying, I'm not preaching, oh, so therefore you should just be a lifelong you know, player who's just dating until you're 75. I mean, it's not like that. Everyone's got to make their own decisions on this stuff. But I think you can definitely get yourself tied down too quickly too soon. And then often the thing ends anyway, and then you have to pick up the pieces.
0: Yeah, um, there's also the, the 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 reverse, isn't there? Where you, we meet some guys who are very jaded, and yeah. it's almost like they, you know, they're like, you know, they're now kind of wife hunting or whatever. Um, mm. But then they're still kind of pissing. It, you know, it's all a balance, isn't it? I mean, it's it's the, yeah. it's the most important asset because it's un- It's the only non-renewable resource, yeah. and it's just about allocating it wisely. Be like, you know, one one of the kind of mantras I live by is just being ruthless with my time. Uh, in terms yeah. of who I spend it with, because I, I I look back and I've spent so much time doing fuck all with my life,
1: yes, on oh, hangovers
0: yeah. or spending it with people where really it was more using it more like drugs and alcohol as a distraction rather than mm. actually being hands on, consciously aware of it and using it, harnessing it for my benefit. Whether it's learning a new skill set, traveling to a new country, actually going out to meet some more people, so it's easy to just piss it away, isn't it? And do, mm. use it in a in a you just just assume it's always going to be there. But it's, yeah. it's the most valuable asset and it needs to be harnessed the right way.
1: Yeah. And it's very hard when you're young to really understand that. I mean, you can. Well, no get one tells it, you, you know. do they? No
0: one tells no. you. They should tell you in school, by the way, lads, you're always going to be able to earn more money. Obviously, do a job that you want to do, but really value your fucking time because that is yeah. the most valuable of assets.
1: Well, you do feel like you're invincible especially when you're young, you don't, you get it intellectually. Yes, I'm going to die. Yes, this is going to come to an end. But you don't really get it, you know? And uh, I, I mean, I've had various points. I remember standing around in clubs because I used to go to clubs a lot uh, in my 20s and so on. And standing around in clubs, just just knowing, I'm just, just thinking, actually thinking in my head, I'm wasting my life here. <laughs> I'm standing around in a room with a bunch of people off their heads. And this is literally, I'm wasting my life. And then fast forward a few years and I'm in a corporate job. And we were sat in another boring meeting I'm looking around at everybody there they're sort of pale pasty faces looking miserable and I'm thinking I'm, I'm we're all just sitting here wasting our lives this isn't what any of us really want to be doing if, we, if we're honest you know um, and um, yeah so there have been there have been elements in my life where I've I've sat there actually consciously aware of the fact that time is ticking and I'm wasting my life but I you know I'd like to say so then I just immediately jumped into action and changed my life and but of course I didn't you know like I still carried on going to clubs for a while I still carried on you know working in, in, in a job that I didn't like for quite a long time because we get comfortable and we sort of I don't know man it's like but but if I could have my time again I would I would make those changes sooner
0: yeah no I think that's a great point it's very easy to forget the sanctity of time isn't it and and how important yeah. it is and the fact it I, bleeds and ticks away you basically got this um yeah. what are they called where you have the sand dripping through
1: yeah, it well, the, the, it's got. Is it an egg timer?
0: <laughs> God, that doesn't sound as <laughs> sexy. I was hoping <laughs> you're going to come <laughs> up with some mystical, like ancient Egyptian name, someone from the, the crypt, and it's yeah, an egg maybe timer, some, son. <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe somebody's. There must be another name for it because it, they're not just used for. It's it's rather quaint to, to use it for to actually time an egg. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: a, uh, I'm gonna put it up quickly, Troy. Why don't why you? Uh, you 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 digest this comment uh, and any, mm. any thoughts on it.
1: Time is precious, and the only purpose of men is to reproduce. But we're constantly told not to make women our mission. Surely it is the only mission. Well, in one sense that is true, isn't it? Because if you look at it as from a from the point of view of a biological organism, then yes, you know the only point of existence is to reproduce. But it's, but there again, you know, there are plenty of people who don't reproduce, who have very, very valuable lives, I would say, who go who do great things and, and have done great things for humanity. And I think it would be false to say that those people's, you know, ha- have have failed their purpose because they haven't they haven't had kids. They haven't reproduced. I mean, this is a very, very big question, isn't it? And it's it's something that, you know, in a very real way, you know, a lot of us grapple with on both sides of the argument. But. Because because on a long enough timeline, even reproducing is pointless because in the end, as you as you always say, you know, the, the earth is going to be destroyed. There's going to be no there's going to be no memory that this planet or the human race ever existed. And so even if you reproduce, great. But what was the point of that? Because what you're going to be for, for a start, you're going to die and then you're not going to have any knowledge of the fact you reproduced or not. And secondly, in the end, the whole of humanity is going to be wiped out. Uh, and so not to sound, so yeah, yeah, not to put a downer on a Monday morning, uh, on, <laughs> on people, but but you know what I mean. So, on a long enough timeline, nothing, nothing is, um, you know, it, it has any purpose really. So, therefore, we have the, the choice to make our own purpose. Now, William Shakespeare is whose books are all here is not famous for the fact that he had a bunch of kids. I mean, he, you know, he did have, have offspring, great. But he's not. Fa- nobody. Nobody cares about that. He's not famous for that. He's famous for the for the work that he did. So, and, and that the work really is what's changed humanity. The work really is what's had a, had an effect on our culture and civilization. So, I, I think it's a bit more nuanced than what he's saying. Although he's correct in a very specific scientific sense.
0: Yeah, you know, from an evolu- evolution evolutionary point of view, absolutely, um, it is. Important, I mean, it, it just goes to kind of calls into question what the hell we're doing the entire time, doesn't it? When we're chasing yeah. around, basically chasing nice girls around Moscow, we're not planning on having kids with them, we're essentially just doing it for the chase, the seduction dance, and to be able to basically validate our egos to say, Oh, we we we, we entered them, <laughs> we, <laughs> we we, we ourselves in them for some degree of time, probably, you know, from my point of view, a very short amount of time. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, essentially, you know, what's it all for? Um, I, I think it's – I think we're, we're so far advanced past, in some bizarre ways, just the need to reproduce. It is about finding meaning in life, isn't it? And about figuring out, like, what yeah. do I really want to gain from this? What's going to make me happy? Um, yeah. There's well, no right create, or wrong.
1: You can create your own purpose, can't you? Which is a great I thing. think you have
0: to. I think you have to. I think just going along with the with the idea of, oh, I'm just going to get have kids and, and reproduce, and there's nothing else there. It, it's – uh it's too black and white. I think you need to find out what you really like to do in life. I mean, I don't – now that I've kind of quit corporate employment and I'm doing this sort of stuff, um, you know, I, I couldn't believe how long I spent doing hours and, and jobs I hated. I can't mm. actually believe it in hindsight because I live one life and I've literally essentially just pissed away time doing shit I didn't give a fucking monkeys about basically because I was too scared to go against the status quo. Yeah, Um, And now in hindsight, it just seems like it's unfathomable that I'd go to any more fucking dog shit meetings, you know, crawling my ass into work in a fucking suit with people I didn't like to get paid money that wasn't worth getting. It wasn't worth Mm -hmm. all that shit. You know, the most valuable thing you have is freedom of your own time. Um, Yeah. And I think the more people realize that and the more people that do quit their jobs and kind of do their own thing from the ones I speak to, the more they're like, what the fuck was I thinking before?
1: Yeah, well, I I got very I got into that philosophy of sort of minimalism and kind of it's 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 almost better to to earn less money, but to have more freedom. If that's if that's the trade off necessary, it's not always the trade off necessary because, you know, I'm now earning more uh, on average than I was. When I was doing co- corporate work, so it's not, and I know people in this space, or you know, who, or people who are doing similar kinds of things, you know, similar kinds of digital kind of work, you know, who are making, you know, big money basically. So it's not necessarily a trade-off of like, oh well, you know, I'll forego the corporate job and and therefore I'll own less. But
0: oh, is that Troy's come face? Are we back? Yeah, you just got your uh interesting it was an interesting pose that was stuck on the screen and again <laughs> you look like you just been knocked out in a in a UFC cage. How's your reception Mr. Francis? Are we back? We
1: technical are technical issues technical issues on this side
0: on your side is it on my side? yeah, your side. I mean, it's okay. I can hear you now and stuff. Yeah, all good. Oh, he's gone. He has vanished into the abyss. I'm sure he will be back in some format. Um, I will go back. Let's answer some of these questions while waiting for Troy to return. And also, this was called an hourglass. Not an egg timer. An hourglass is is what we're looking for. But the sanctity of time is what we're discussing today um looks like he's been bashing one out maybe he's coming too perfect that was good everyone got excited by that the old freeze freeze frame hourglass correct Tusk. when in a small crowd city how do you handle awkward encounters on a date with a girl bumping into another girl i mean i'd own it that's a good that's a good problem to be having in my opinion watching quarantine from shanghai Dumbo, does Mr. K not care about conversation quality? Surely approaching 100 means quick opens and ejects. He's just very sexual. He gets just goes in there. He's a ma- He's a volume guy. He loves volume. So he does what he does. Hourglass, hourglass, well said. Thank you very much. This is getting deep, deep as a shallow end of a pool. If you reproduce, maybe your kid could die young too. So what was the point of that? Mystery has two kids, skill gaming. It's not the end. Okay. What's up, guys? Ian S Tusk. How are the YouTube ads working for you? Seen a few days ago. Yeah, man, it's good. I'm pumping them out because we're trying to promote the Approach Accelerator program. Really, really cool. Um, yes, good to meet you both. Writing down my reflections. Nice one, Mr. Jack. It was great to meet you too. Uh, and have a blast. Let me read out some more quotes. Let me see where Troy's gone and whether he's Completely out of it, back in a sec, he's saying. He has actually gone to bash one out. Let me produce some more quotes on time that I think were pretty prevalent that I, I had here. From John Maxwell, time is more valuable than money because time is irreplaceable. Time is free, because it's but it's priceless, but you can't own it, but you can use it, but you can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you never get it back by Harvey Mackey. Um, I mean, for me, I guess talking more about this time concept is something that I I bear in mind every day, right? So, I'm always, always, always thinking how am I allocating my time. I'm not just going to. Is he back? He's back in one piece, more or less. He is. Nice. More or less. Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. Technical it's always- issues. The need for a wank sometimes. (laughs) Use your time.
1: Exactly. Well, you know, we've only got so much time left, right? So uh, you need to get these things in while you can.
0: It's true. Um, Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about the job front, but it's true. You don't have to sacrifice money for time, do you? In fact, you could argue that if you actually go into doing something you like and working for yourself, you're going to be more inspired to be successful. And as a byproduct of success, depending on the industry, Um, you may well earn a lot more money because of that. And because you're working for yourself and, you know, you're taking all that money home, you're going to be more motivated as well um, to earn more money. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, Uh, you you know. know, and generally speaking, people don't get rich working for companies. I mean, that's not always the case because you could be working, you know, if very, very high earners, yes, you know, you can earn a very good salary. You can invest some of that money into, say, property or something like that. And you you can become rich th- that way. But for the for the vast majority of people, you know, you're not really going to get rich on a nine to five wage. Whereas if you go and work for yourself, really, the sky's the limit. Theoretically, right?
0: Yeah, no, it is. It really is. Um, and I've, I've, we've both been in both worlds and we can both see what's possible. I do know people mm. in the corporate world that own a, earn a killing. Yes. But it is, it, they are few and far between in terms of real, real, real money. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of sacrifice that comes with that. You know, they're yeah, working yeah. very long hours. They're doing shit they enjoy to a degree, I, I believe. But there is always trade-offs, aren't there? And it's about, I think, um, it's about figuring out really what you actually need the money for. I mean, if you're not planning on having kids, for example, your the amount of money you need really to sustain yourself is is dramatically less, isn't it? mmm Um, whereas, you know, even if you are, you know, just, just, just for myself, for instance, you know, last year I traveled a lot during COVID year before same, I stay in decent places. I never stay in like hostels, group man dorms. It's, it's like entire apartments, um, Mm. or decent hotels. And then I pretty much never look at bills. I spend what I want party quite a lot. You know, I was, I was still making more money, far more money than I was spending um again it is when you put out value in an industry i guess Mm. uh, and Mm. you're passionate about it as a byproduct of that you will do financially okay it's always better in some ways not to focus on the money it's good to have it in the back of your brain but Mm. i'd say it's the bigger focus should be on putting out successful shit that you enjoy
1: again because you
0: never get the time back so like why the fuck would you want to do something for 20 years you didn't really like for an above average salary It's, it's just not worth it in my opinion
1: Well, that time, like you say, really just isn't isn't coming back. And, you know, I spent a lot of time doing things that I didn't really like doing. And, you know, it's it's a shame, really, when you look back on it and you think it it could have been different. I mean, we're very lucky now in this day and age because of the Internet and social media and blah, blah, blah. You know, we're able. So the kind of in the kind of field we're in, you know, we're able to do this kind of thing much more easily than would have been the case years ago. It wouldn't really have been possible in the same way. Uh, some years ago so but that's that goes for everybody right you know that goes for everybody can everybody has access to the same tools everyone has access to the same platforms so there is a way forward here you know
0: yeah I agree and then bringing it on to I guess using time in terms of yeah day game dating actually taking action I mean just to kick things off what were what there was a question here what are the biggest any big any takeaway or learnings from the recent boot camp in London so me myself and Troy just finished one um, yeah, it ran Thursday to Sunday. Were there any kind of key elements that you took from that that you know would be useful for guys out there?
1: Well, <clears throat> I had a really great session on Saturday evening, Saturday afternoon, going into the evening uh, with a guy and uh, whose name maybe I, I won't mention because obviously. Um, he is, uh, well, he's called Matt, actually. I mean, God, you, you're not going to identify him from that. Anyway, very, very cool guy. And we went out on Saturday afternoon, and we were going around uh, central London, but mainly around the Soho area. And what worked really, really well was much more social-type approaches, you know, because what happened in, in Soho, even though the weather was rubbish, because the weather's been crap in London the last few few days, but even so, there were loads of people out, Loads of people are eating outside on those big, you know, they've got the tables out in the streets and everything like this. And there was a real kind of, like, party atmosphere, particularly as as time went on. And so we were just wandering around. And he was just going up and talking to groups of two girls, maybe one girl on her own, but usually groups of two, sometimes three, just going in and having a conversation with her. It was very social. It was very – he was – and he was good because he was very understated. He was very relaxed. And so his his particular approach was good, but it it was just like being at a party. You know, it wasn't like this weird, creepy PUA type thing where it's like, oh, excuse me, you know, who's hotter, David Bowie or Mick Jagger or so, you know, some weird openers and things like that. It was very, very social, very normal, just going in, having conversations. Sometimes they reacted really well, other, t- you know, okay, occasionally. There was just no interest there. That was fine. But for the most part, they re- reacted really well. And he had a great time. And and that, I think, is where we all need to be going with this stuff, really. I mean, obviously, that's not always possible. It's a very specific area, very specific time of day, and so on and so forth. But I think where we need to be going with this is it's not about being a PUA. It's not about wearing a feather boa. It's about being social, you know, and being, and having the confidence to just go up and start interactions with people in a social environment. Really, really good stuff.
0: As sociable as possible. And and I think he resonated with the message early on when I said, look, you know, because he goes, look, I come from a very introverted job. You know, I I sit on my own at home. And I was like, look, what you've got to do is think of this as deep-seated identity change. It's not just about you going out during these times and being as sociable as possible. It is. But that's the structure, right? But then to fill in using the cement and make it into a, a proper foundation, you need to be just bantering with people the entire time. You know, mm, as mm. whenever you get a chance for your lunch break at the gym, take an opportunity to to, to small talk with people. And he was saying, "Yeah, I, I purposely like now in the supermarkets will not pay on the machines. I'll go to like the staff where I have to have a conversation with them, even if it's a small one." Mm, and that mm. stuff's so important to do. It's so important, isn't it, to use? And that's an effective. If we bring it back to time, the most effective use of your time as a human being is to get competent socially become socially extroverted, become socially free, doesn't yeah. mean you have to always be blabbering shit to everyone. But it means if you if you are naturally on the side of more introversion, you need to be practicing more extroversion to kind of balance it out, right? Because most mm. of the guys that come into this, they are quite shy, they are quite introverted. And it's not about just, you know, going out and approaching women and then going back to your old state, is it? It's about actually thinking, mm. right, I need to be more sociable, full fucking stop. Because the only way to get good at socializing i.e. good around people and as a side effect good around women is actually practice those social skills constantly practice bantering practice holding court in front of people practice Mm. listening um all these elements right it has to be it has to be worked on with frequency. yeah
1: yeah i saw somebody else actually in soho later when i was waiting for a friend to come down and it was it was this guy nothing to do with the boot camp it was just some random guy but he was standing outside a, a, a restaurant and he was chatting to one of the members of staff from the restaurant. I think they were friends or something like that. And these two girls walked past, quite, you know, attractive girls, a bit SXE, but, you know, very attractive girls, walk past and he stopped them and he started bantering with the two girls. And it wasn't like a, I don't, I don't believe this guy had anything to do with game or dating advice or anything like that. He was just a very extroverted guy or a very social guy. So he stopped these two girls and he's bantering with the two girls. And the girls... Said to the waiter guy, oh, is it, does he work here? Does he own the restaurant? And the guy was like, No, no, he's just a friend of mine. So he's chatting to these girls, getting some good rapport going with them. And then a couple came out of the restaurant. It was a guy, a man and a woman. And he turned to and they said, Oh, I'll see you later. And he turned to them. He was like, Oh, great to great to meet you guys. And he was shaking the guy's hand and he was talking to the girl. And he, he turned back to the two girls and he said, Oh, they just got married. So cool to see them. Blah blah blah. And It was just, it was a real masterclass in just being that hyper-social guy. Now, I don't know, I don't know what came of it. I don't, he was asking the girls to come back for a, for, you know, he was doing a, you know, having a bit of a gathering there later. I don't know whether they did or not. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Who knows? Doesn't really matter. The point is, because you could see he was, he was clearly interested in, there was a taller brunette girl and you could see there was some eye contact there. He was being quite flirty, but it was in a very social context. And he'd, oh. obviously, he'd obviously been socializing with this other married couple in there as well. So it wasn't just about, oh, can I get a date? It was about, you know, um, and if you do that enough, you are going to get results from it. You know, that's the bottom line of it. So even if it didn't work out in that instance, you're going to get results if you do that enough, right?
0: I agree. And and actually, just a, a comment here. What, what do you think about this, Troy? Troy, I cold approach day game about 12 women over the last two weeks. i got nowhere. When does one give up?
1: Well, I mean, you know, twelve is. It depends what your your experience level is because twelve is not the hugest number. Let's face it. I mean, there are people. You, you know, it's been said you need to do up to a thousand before you you, you know you, you get very really comfortable with this stuff. Certainly a hundred. So twelve isn't that biggest number, but I think that you probably need to get somebody to mentor you, or you would. It's at least worth having a conversation. With somebody like one of us, like Task or myself, like or or, or, yeah. or anybody, or or anybody, or, or somebody else who has experience in this stuff and knows what they're talking about, because it, it could it, it could be any number of things. But I wouldn't certainly you you shouldn't be giving up after twelve. And anyway, as also as well, it's not really about giving up, right? Because what we're talking about here is just is just being social as a way of life, and you don't give up on that unless. Well, unless you you know you're about to die, right? So, it, it, socialising with people should just be part of you. It's not about giving it up. It's 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 something that you do naturally.
0: Yeah, you you could choose to maybe, and this not for this guy, but you could choose to stop doing day game, for instance. But I wouldn't. I'd still recommend being as sociable as possible the whole time, anyway. Yeah. Um, and the guys that don't even know about day game that I know, who are just bantering with people, they've got zero idea about game. I haven't told them anything. They actually don't know because I've kind of. Ask some questions, insinuating you know that that would make mm. you know, the answer they would give would be like, oh yeah, I know about that. That they that they fucking don't. They're just naturally yeah. very extroverted. They love bantering. They love socializing. These guys get laid like rock stars. Yeah, They're accidentally approaching in all in all environments anyway, but they don't know anything about day game, right? And it mm. just goes so you don't fucking need to
1: study this shit to get results. You basically oh yeah, definitely. No, well that that guy I was just telling the story about in Soho. I I would put. Any amount of money on it that he's never heard of. He's certainly never, you know, not into day game. Probably never heard of the whole thing. It's not. A, it's not about that. It's about what are his actions. Well, his actions are being very social with, you know, as many people as he can, and that will undoubtedly get results.
0: There is an argument to say actually that studying all this shit fucks you up socially because mm. it makes you overthink everything, and you start just trying to pre plan stuff. You come across as a bit weird. You overread into things. What would be kind of your response to that?
1: Um, I think that can be. Tr- that? I think. I think that could definitely be true. I mean, many of us become somewhat fascinated with the whole thing, and we we consume a lot of material, and uh, we go down the rabbit hole with it. And you know, I mean, that it is what it is, right? I mean, guys, particularly, you know, we can become very obsessed with certain things and and <laughs> follow it to its logical ends. But but in the end. I sometimes feel like like one of the guys I was out with uh, over the last few days on the boot camp, I was kind of saying to him, in the end, when you're out in the social interaction, you've almost got to forget all of that stuff, yeah. you know, because you can get two in your head about, oh, well, is this the correct opener? Am I standing at the at exactly the right angle? You know, is this the right way to transition from a compliment into a conversation? And you can get bogged down with it. It's almost like study the stuff, yes, and then just go out there and be social and make mistakes. And then you, you can then analyze it when you come back, you know, later on you can say, well, actually I, maybe I messed that one up a little bit, but at the time in the interaction, you've just, you've got to almost like throw it all off.
0: I think so. Um, and just to cycle back around to this question. So, I mean, look, we, I always say this guy's first hundred direct cold approaches, just forget any outcome <clears> that you've done 12, man. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, you've done nothing. Um, you know, that that mindset of when does one give up? I mean, it's it's a piss-poor mindset, if I'm being honest. I'll, I'll put it, I don't think you're a bad guy. I'll put it down to just lack of understanding the process. But with the, when you learn any new skill set, you have to put, be putting in the volume, you have to be putting in the reps. This mm. guy said, uh, the question was, when should I give up? This guy said, give up after 100. That's also not correct. I'd say first mm. hundred 150 cold approach you do, fuck the focus on result. It's just about going up to girls, complimenting them, trying to have a conversation on those terms, which for a lot of us, is a weird thing to do, right? Once you get competent with this stuff, it becomes the norm. And you almost get re- reverse approaching anxiety. If you don't approach, you feel like a pussy because you know you should be approaching because you know you get a good reaction. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I'd be looking to get feedback on what you're doing. You know, again, using our time in the most valuable manner, mm. right? You can try and teach this to yourself from random YouTube videos, or you can go to like myself or Troy who teach this full time, And you can 10x the speed at which you save it. And in the process of that, you save your most valuable asset, which is time. You trade money, Mm. which is a renewable resource for your own time, which is a non-renewable resource because you have a finite window as a man, albeit a lot longer than a woman, but a finite window as a man where you can actually max out this stuff, have all these crazy sexual experiences and look back with no regrets if you are then to get married, right? But mm. that is a limited window. And I know guys that spent have spent months or years trying to teach themselves and they get very down, very frustrated. It's like, fucking hell, man. Just go to a fucking coach, right? Mm. Any skill set that I'm good at, I've traded money for time and accountability. Yeah. Brazilian mm. Portuguese, boxing, um, whatever it is, I've got a coach, right, for that, you know, an expert. Mm. And then I, you know, I go to him and he provides the, the process, the step by step plus accountability. That's how you get good very fast not teaching yourself it's a bullshit way to learn
1: yeah definitely definitely the other just one thing to say on that as well it depends what you mean by success Uh, after you've done 100 approaches i mean what do you really mean by success you probably mean did you have did you sleep with a girl okay but that's one measure of success but in in the most cases you're going to be getting some positive feedback after 100 You know, like if you if you if you do 100 approaches and every single one of them just looks aghast and tells you to call the police, then there's clearly something very, very wrong. And you you definitely need to get some feedback. But the reality is, I think for most people, that's not going to be true. You know, you're going to get a few. you're, You're going to get some who are like, oh, that was really nice. And they're going to chat to you a bit longer. They're going to smile. Sometimes you might get one who she says, look, I have got a I have got a boyfriend, but it was so cool that you came up and spoke to me like that. And you're going to be able to tell. That there was a a glimmer of interest there and for me it's it's looking for those micro signals that's important in terms of keeping you um what's the word keeping the inspiration up because it's you know yes you're not always going to win the grand prize but if you when you start to see those little shoots of of hope um that should keep you in the game because you know that eventually if you keep doing this and you keep refining it you're going to get you know even greater results
0: yeah i agree and but i like your way about you know i think i like this way we're going with it it's not like we're inventing it but i like the the strand mm. of the thought we're going with moving forward which is if you're as sociable as possible with everyone and you practice those social skills you get you will get results with this stuff and we're not mm. talking about just be sociable mm. with everyone and then just stare out the window hoping hot girls arrive at your door you obviously still have to be approaching but as an overarching mindset be playful you know, be sociable with everyone. Uh, I think that's a healthier way of looking at it, isn't it? And there's a yeah. byproduct of that where you'll be living like a boss dating life as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, one uh, person has said, um, Gumbo2 said, oh, do you see that comment? That guy is an extrovert, so it isn't work for him. But for introverts, like Which most of us- Which guy's an extrovert? I I think that he's talking about the guy I was talking about in Soho who was just socializing with everyone. So that guy's an extrovert. So it isn't work for him, but introverts like most of us talking to so many people drains the life out of us and feels like work. So that's an interesting point, isn't it? But then I would class myself as fundamentally an introvert. And for me, the way that I manage that is that I have blocks of time where I go out and I'm like, right, now this is my introvert. This is my extrovert time. And I'll go out and I'll you know project that but then you know you come away from it like right okay now i'm going to take some time out now i'm going to go go home i'm going to spend some time on my own whatever right so i think that it's we don't have to put ourselves in these binary boxes of like well i'm an introvert so therefore i can never be social um and at the same time it's not saying if you're an introvert you have to just completely go against your your nature and be like this the whole time you you can turn it on and off if that makes sense
0: yeah, I mean, you know, what's is the guy basically saying? Yeah, you know, basically just don't interact, don't socialize. Because at the end of the day, if he's using Tinder and Hinge right to meet women, he's still going to go and meet. He's going to go still go on dates, right? and Spend time with people, being social. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's naive to think you can't shift. We're we're very we're very fluid characters, aren't we? Human beings. And you can you can learn yeah. to be more extroverted. You can learn to be more introverted if if you wanted. Um, it's it's not a fixed set minds. It's not a fixed set of abilities there, or personality. Your personality is fluid. Law twenty five. You know, create yourself as or build yourself into that ideal entity. Um, you can morph who you are with change with substantial effort if you've got that strong enough reason why you want to do it.
1: I think yeah. I my gut feeling is that people have elements of both anyway. I don't think it's so black and white. No, I've I don't. Certainly, think I've certainly got elements of both for sure. You know, I probably tend, if you had to, if somebody had a gun to my head and say, right, are you introvert or extrovert? I would probably have to say introvert because I think ultimately that's the side I come down on, but that doesn't mean that I don't have extrovert qualities. And I believe that's the case with, with most people. I mean that, yeah, there may be some outliers, but wouldn't you say so? Yeah, no, I would. And also people get confused between
0: thinking shy and introvert, the same thing and outgoing extrovert are the same or confident extrovert, the same thing. They're not you could be a shy extrovert or you could be a confident intro- introvert. And mm. the it, introvert essentially means you get your energy being around yourself. you recharge yeah. your battery on your own extrovert essentially means you charge up your battery, your Tesla car in your mind when you're around people socializing. Right. And yeah. we can switch depending it can, it can operate mm. on a micro and a macro level because your personality is fluid. And it changes over time and you are the of your habits. So when you get into more socializing stuff, <laughs> naturally if you compare yourself six months later to the six months, the you six months ago, you're going to be more introverted, extroverted, whether you liked it or not, just how it Mm. formulates because you are the sum of your habits. So Mm. it's too black and white to look at it like this. And I think, again, it's that kind of victim mentality of, Oh, whoa, me, I can't do this. It's like, you fucking can, you know, you fucking can. it just requires you to have a strong desire to do that. And a purpose behind why you want to do it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, in the end, you know if you want the results you know nothing in life's easy right or nothing worthwhile in life is easy so if you want the results you have to be prepared to expend some effort to get them you know because there aren't silver bullets in this stuff you know it's not like there's a you know, I'll just just say these six lines and nothing's but
0: and 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 I like that, that another reason why I like this idea of just becoming more sociable is that is a it's just a more satisfying way of looking at the whole thing it's a process isn't it and it's often mm. Not the outcome; it's the process you go through. Because again, linking it back to time, you spend massive amounts of time learning that process, going through that process to reach that eventual end goal. When you get to that end goal, it's, it was never really about the end goal. <laughs> you know, it was about the process. It was about the journey, and you've got to kind of sit in it, sit in that, and enjoy that as well, and enjoy the time you're spent. You're spending doing that. It's mm. all part of the thing. Yeah, um, it's getting very existential, isn't it? Shall we bring it back yes. to applicable shit? Right, get out yeah, there yes. stop wanking and going
1: approach is basically <laughs> basically. Basically, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. So don't true. wank, don't wank out there anyway. That's absent. That would be terrible.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh Tusk and Troy, do you plan to settle down with a girl down the road? Well, we're gonna together, actually have together, a baby together. together. We're going to, yeah, we're going to, it'd be like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger and, G, what is it, Twins? No, Junior, I don't know, where they basically, Arnie gets pregnant and has a baby. <laughs> terrible, terrible movie. Yeah. Um, it's
1: a it's a good question. I mean, it's the, it's the, um, it, it's the archetype, it's the key question, isn't it, for everybody really, and certainly for people who are in this sort of space. Um, yeah, I don't know, man, really, watch this space. I mean, I've, I've had, I've been with girlfriends who I've, loved and had a fantastic time with and it hasn't worked out for one reason or another. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's something that we're, I, for me personally, it's something that I am, we're going to get, I'm going to get existential again now, sorry. Um But it's something that I I'm thinking about the whole time. I'm trying to evaluate. Um, it, 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 it's certainly not, not something I rule out for sure.
0: Yeah. I think for me, I mean, I've got a few kids in Thailand running around as it is called ping pong and Tim Tam and God knows what else. So mm. we'll just leave them be fatherless for now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got I've got no idea. It's it's a hard question, isn't it? You see a lot of people I mean, yeah, the natural path is you, you settle down, have a wife and kids. I think the problem with getting into this stuff in a way, it fucks your brain up because mm. it makes you realise the possibilities outside of that, outside of the noise. Yes. And then mm. it's hard to kind of reverse that to think, right, could I just settle down with one girl and, and call it a day? Um there's no right or wrong answer, but it, I don't know either. I just mm. don't know. Mm. You just yeah. have to see how you feel in different phases of life, don't you? Because at some stage in the next few years, you might just decide, you know what, chasing skirts been fun, but I'd much prefer to just have a kid and actually spend mm. time doing something new with my life. And, and I mm. may well reach that conclusion as well.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think you've just got to be open to it. But I think the important thing is to recognise that the pressures are not so great on us. And actually the possibilities for guys, and it's a bit unfair because girls, maybe it's slightly different because of the biological clock. But for guys, you know, we do have a bit longer and there are a lot of opportunities out there. So, so yeah, work in progress, basically. Work
0: in progress. Hold this space. Um Talking about time, what have we got coming up if guys want to come and work with us?
1: Well, the next thing is, of course, the events in Russia, the boot camps in in Russia. So we've got uh, St. Petersburg, Moscow, and uh, Sochi as well coming up in July.
0: Yeah, 8th to the 11th, so Thursday to Sunday, five hours a day coaching, all in fill with me and Troy. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we've got St. Petersburg. The same again the following, Thursday to Sunday, Moscow 15th to the 18th, I believe off the top of my head. And then the 21st, the 24th will be Sochi, I believe. Mm. So we've got mm. all three of the big names covered. Uh, I'm super excited. I, I went in and, and cashed in my, my uh, sent off my passport, gave them my passport, handed it over to Putin's finest. Uh, mm. Hopefully it does come back. They said it will be back on Friday. And mm. then I'll have an unlimited entry year-long business visa, which mm. I paid the handsome sum of £700 for, which you already own. Mm. Which means, I mean, essentially then we're going to head over and, and, and have a lot of fun over there. And I think it's good as well. We were, we were debating, weren't we, whether we should get some other type of visa, but we've decided actually having a year long visa now is great because what it will do is force us to go there a bit more because it's yeah. what we paid for it. So i will be like, oh, fuck it. Why don't we go there? Yeah. Why don't we go there next spring? You know, make mm. the most of the time we've got there. And what we're going to also do, which is exciting is vlog. Uh, between us on a little kind of camera, Uh, just our kind of experience with it, trawling around the streets, going to cool cafes, restaurants, doing some different type of filming, involving, you know, the girls. So it's not kind of so, I guess, smoke and mirrors, you know, with the infield side of it. It's more like actually, you know, they're fully aware they're in the camera, but, you know, and and they're willing to be part of that conversation. We're still going through the process saying they look nice, hey, and the camera's kind of held up there. So that's going to be a kind of cool experiment to run, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. And creating some more vloggy documentary type content, I think is is really cool. And just bringing the travel element to the fore. I mean, obviously, well, all these things are related, right? Because it's about travel. It's about, you know, living your best life. But also there's, of course, a big part of that is dating because, you know, people want to date, they want to get together. So we're showing how that can work, but also in the context of living a life where there's freedom and there's abundance and you're having a good time. It's kind of bringing it all together, isn't it? Because
0: ultimately the travel stuff, seeing a new place is, is a stimulation of the senses to a highest degree. But then mm-hmm. obviously when you add in the fact we're in Russia and not only do you have that kind of cultural kind of you know, craziness with, with how different it is in London, for example, but then relating that into the fact there are hot girls there and we, we're talking to them and we're obviously going to be doing day game, trying to go on instant dates, trying to go on dates over there. It's just, I imagine it's going to be very fucking cool content. Not to blow our own horn in advance, because it'll probably come back as a car crash, but I imagine it's going to be very viewable content. I mean, the way I'd kind of got, get guys to picture, it'd be kind of a bit grim, negativity, grimy, board and bankrupt <laughs> style content, but with that dating element of yeah. we're still going out there, we're doing day game, we're looking to meet people, we're being as sociable as possible. And so I'm, I'm, just, I'm super excited if we knuckle down for a month and actually properly get our filming socks on, so mm. this could be some really interesting stuff. Not even maybe yeah. just for our own kind of volition, just to see what it's all all about.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you know, for me, I, I'm always interested. Nobody's really quite doing that content where it's, well, it's got it's got that mix. I mean, there's loads and loads of travel bloggers out there, bloggers and so on, and that's and that's great. Uh, and there are people doing dating game content, but there's not. Not currently, not really anybody who's bringing them together, but certainly not in a sort of documentary style where you can follow the journey. I think that's the, the key thing, isn't it?
0: But also just, again, we, we talk about this a lot, but making it above board, you know, not sleazy, not grimy. It's like, it's not, oh, yeah. bang the fuck out of her. It's not that. It's like, we, I wouldn't say we're beyond that, but it's that's not the angle we're going for it's yes. a bit more about the kind of journey, you know, kind of facing those fear barriers traveling. And then you've got elements of the dating mixed in, you know, where the girl can see the camera and she's still willing to be in it. Because as far as she's concerned, we're travel vloggers, which I guess for the purposes of that, we are right. Mm. So they're mm. buying into it from that point of view of, of this is genuine and it is completely genuine. Mm. Um, so I'm just excited to see how that, that pans out. Um, yeah. I, I think it's going to be really good. And we can set little goals for ourselves and challenges. If guys have, anything we want to see we can just you know and it's a good idea we'll take a day and just do that little hero's journey challenge they they say whether it's like try and get on an instant date within two hours or we happen to build a google map of the city but we have to you know don't have to hit a number of approaches but we're trying to hit a number of approaches you know throughout as we go around uh, an approach outside the kremlin an approach wearing one of those stupid fur hats approaching babushka for no reason that kind of vibe of just having a bit of fun with it, i think it can be mm. right
1: yeah yeah absolutely somebody said um have you had any trouble with the local russian men in moscow uh no but uh, if that happens uh let's try and capture it on camera and uh, <laughs> it can be put out there for the world to enjoy
0: yeah and and again the um there's no discrete camera just to be clear it's a small camera like a kind of a gopro but we're filming touristy shit. Right. So we haven't got it like hidden in our, you know, pocket or something like that. It's clearly on show, right? So if if we're having a conversation, girls see it, they can clearly see it and we're still talking and they're jumping in the camera. And what what I found from doing this previously is they actually play up to the camera more because it's there and they've seen it. So the
1: whole yeah, yeah. the, the whole point is to get away from the sort of discrete filming side of things i I actually know somebody who was in st petersburg and he he had uh, a discreet hidden camera and he was in one of the shopping malls and he he got the security guards clocked him and he ended up getting thrown out of the shopping mall and sort of banned from the shopping mall but that was the worst that happened but but that's that is when you're doing that sort of um you're, you're surreptitious filming, right? And that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is almost like you say, like tourists. I mean, plenty of tourists go around filming stuff and taking photos of stuff, and that's that's what
0: essentially talking. what we're doing. We're doing tourism, mm. but there's a dating element mixed in, which we're aware of, not necessarily anyone else's is. Yeah, um, but we're coming on from that kind of vlogger, travel vloggery out uh, like rhythm, and and it, it's mm. hard to explain, isn't it? But we know what we're doing, and yeah. as far as I'm yeah. concerned, we're we're pretty set on the idea. This is kind of the next step. To mm. kind of just promote it in a kind of healthy aboveboard way where no one can really have any kind of qualms with what we're doing yeah yeah exactly but yeah there'll be definitely be trial and error i mean it's not as clear-cut as, as we've made it. <laughs> hmm. uh, it's going to be an invention nonetheless I'm, I'm super excited for it um what else so yeah guys we have got final space available for st petersburg and for sochi moscow we're fully allocated now but we do have St. petersburg spaces and sochi spaces and anything else after that oh that that was what we're going to say so you spend a bit of time in
1: berlin don't you yes yeah i do absolutely spend a bit of time in berlin and what we are thinking of doing is running a boot camp event in berlin because we know that there's a big um audience for this stuff over in berlin and so what we're thinking to do is to run a pilot event probably in august where just open for a couple of guys just like two guys Well, will come out with me we may get somebody else along to to help out as well and yeah we'll be charging around the streets of berlin and maybe even into the evening some of the nightlife type areas as well uh and doing some live training in berlin obviously the capital of germany and some might say the capital of europe itself uh it's going to be awesome weather over there in august as well um always a great time to be in berlin during the summer loads and loads of very attractive uh women around and so on and so forth so if anybody's up for that if anybody's interested in that if you let us know obviously just get in contact with with james or, or myself troy at real dot then uh we can look at allocating you a, a place um we think the demand's going to be pretty high for this actually because germany is a very big Sort of, there's a lot of interest in Germany in this kind of material, isn't there? This kind of lifestyle and so on.
0: There's a lot of interest there, Um, and and a lot of my viewers are actually German. I'd say alongside UK, Australian, and US, they're the they're the you know kind of it's quite evenly split. I think UK predominantly, but then US, Australian, and and uh, German are all quite prevalent in terms of viewing my channel. So guys out there, either based in Germany or with an interest in going to Berlin, which is a crazy fucking hedonistic city, yeah, uh, really, really cool place, then get in touch and we'll have a chat. Uh, but I think, yeah, Troy, you'll take a couple guys out and you just kind of test the waters. But even if you turn it into mm. a, a night game event as well, they're going to have an absolute fucking blast. Uh, yeah. Some of the nightlife I've been to in Berlin is the craziest I've ever been to around the world. So yes. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. So it, is, it.
1: Yeah, it is. It is a crazy place. Lots of fun. And, and another thing to bear in mind as well about it is that it is a very international city. So you might say, well, yeah, but, you know, do I like German girls, et etc.? et cetera. But there are loads of Ukrainians living there, loads of Polish people living there. Uh, Turkish I mean all, all different nationalities South, Latin American um British of course American low or just it's, it's a real global mishmash of people so you know it's not just that you're interacting with with German people that there's all different you know creeds and colors and races and everybody else over there as well
0: yeah I guess dates to BC but you're pretty much available most of um most yeah of probably,
1: probably be looking at early August I, I would say um
0: oh, August, nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, yeah, just we'll leave the details blown. If guys are interested, just just email either myself or Troy and we'll have a chat about it. But yeah, exciting times. First come, first serve. Will you be guys be doing any boot camps in European cities in October, November? I mean, Troy may be here. Um, I'm definitely going to be in um, November. I'll be in Thailand, almost certainly. October, I'll be in Mexico. So that's where I'm going to be. Yourself, Troy, do you know where you'll be at?
1: Uh, uh, I... Don't know as yet, uh, but obviously we'll we'll keep you posted. Um, keep you posted. We, we'll keep keep posted in terms of uh, as things c- progress, because obviously there's there's so many moving parts at the moment, isn't there? With the you know travel uh, restrictions and everything else,
0: there's so much, and we just keep it up to date. But my dream is today: game Polish women, will go to Poland's Russian women will come with us to Russia. German women will go to Germany with Troy in August. There you go. Come on, Tusky, come work your magic down under. Yeah, in 2028, where you can finally get into Australia, I will. Any feedback <laughs> on Helsinki, Finland for day game? It's a brilliant place. Myself that was another Troy, thing
1: we were going to mention, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: myself and Troy will both be there in August, actually, mid August. So I, I, I think it's around the 12th to the 22nd. I'll be there. It's the only place I've gone side along Brazil for five years in a row. It's that good. Women mm. are super receptive. They speak great English, blonde hair, blue eyed. Very promiscuous culture. Um, women sleep around, guys sleep around. No one gives a fuck. It's, very, it's just a very cool place to go. Lots of karaoke, lots of naked saunas. <laughs> it's all a bit bizarre, but it's very fun. Good times. Good times It's going to be exciting. It will. So again, if guys are interested in that, get in touch. Those are the main ones. Think about Russia in July with us too. Berlin uh, in August and Helsinki in August with both of us as well. And any interest in any of those, get in touch. Both email addresses will be below. Um, And then we can kind of have a chat, include your WhatsApp number as well. And yes, highly recommend Brazil. It's one of the best. It's fucking incredible. Uh, I can't wait to get back there. Although it is a mess. Hmm. God knows how long the COVID stuff will go Go on on there.
1: What is the situation currently in Mexico, though? Are they sort of still, you know, kind of? I know it's been problematic there, but is it is it it's obviously everything's still open. I mean is it to be, great honest, thing when to be I was managing out, it? Yeah, when I recently came back from Mexico City
0: or spent my ten days quarantining there, everything was pretty much fully open, no mm. real restrictions. Um it was all guns blazing. I mean it's a it's a great place to go. I I am really looking forward to going back to Mexico. I'm looking forward to spending some time in Guadalajara, uh back to Mexico City and back to Monterey as well. Yeah. You can do a lot yeah. of damage over there, it's a lot it's- of fun.
1: Yeah, for, for people in the UK, right, you probably know this already, but the, the travel situation is looking touch wood, fairly hopeful, because they're talking about giving people who've had two vaccinations, you know, not so you won't have to quarantine when you come back, um, which they're looking at. And secondly, there's been a recent study which came out this morning where they're saying that out of Hundreds of people that have come back from from Europe, there's been minimal, like actual infections from COVID or anything. So there's going to be more and more pressure on the government to get things opened up, and I think that will start to happen pretty soon. Yeah,
0: I agree. Uh, final question from Leonidas Troy, maybe your best place to answer this. You've spent more time in Berlin than me.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, before? I've 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 uh, done I've I've done loads of um, daytime approaches and also night time stuff in in berlin and uh i mean well this is the thing i mean like you, you might have a sort of stereotypical view of german women which isn't necessarily correct anyway because actually many german women are very warm and friendly and all the rest of it um but you're not just dealing with german women i mean i've certainly met spanish women there i've met women from brazil i've met russians i've met ukrainians and everything else and you know it's not like every nationality and every female nationality in the world becomes cold when they step into germany it's you know you're just you're dealing with individuals it's like anywhere else you know yes you might meet somebody who's cold equally you'll probably meet somebody who's really warm and open and everything else and certainly in the summertime everyone's out about having a great time it's a very open friendly place
0: yeah it is and and i you know i i've said it a few times that germany is one of the tougher places to learn but berlin from my experience, is pretty liberal. I mean, it's a pretty crazy place. We're actually very yeah. sociable there. So it's not representative of other parts of Germany. Um, no,
1: because you've got some of the other cities are very sort of conservative, and it's it's a, a little bit different. But Berlin is just a crazy place, particularly in summer. And it's not even necessarily the nightclubs, because there's, like, say, Tempelhof Field, the big airfield, which is now a park. You've got people out there all day drinking, listening to music, whatever. Very, very social atmosphere. So it's not even that you have to go to some crazy techno club if you don't want to, like even during the daytime, you've got these semi party sort of environments outdoors.
0: Right. All good. There you go, guys. It's been a pleasure. Any final thoughts, Mr. Francis concluding thought?
1: Um, Well, time is short, so (laughs) we need to, um, we need to seize the, uh, we need to seize the opportunities that, that come or we need to create our own opportunities. Really. It's about, you know looking at your life and thinking okay so how do i really want this to look what do i want this my hero's journey to look like what do i want the story of my life to look like and then taking action to make that happen
0: yeah because fast forward 40 years or whatever you know i mean that's the end right we've basically got a certain a very finite amount of time and that's just that's the end of it the curtain call so don't just sit there waiting for shit to happen waiting for shit to change it's not going to as a man, you know, women do that, you know, they're night and shine me I'm gonna come, all that stuff. Well, you're not you're not a woman. You mm. don't have to believe that nonsense, you know. Get out there, make something happen, create your own circumstances. If you're not happy with something, fucking change it. Go after what you want unashamedly. There's there's no there's no no bad thing to doing that. And yeah. you never regret the things you did you try, do you? You only regret the things you didn't do. And mm. we spend most of our life sitting around procrastinating because we sit that wrong side of the fear barrier. And really what we need to do is say, fuck it. If we want, want to do that thing, just charge headlong into it and just get it done. Even little minor things like going on holiday, right? You always get mm. this kind of feeling of putting it off, don't you? Or I do. Mm. And I book the flight.
1: I fly out there. And I arrive. I'm like, fuck, why didn't I do this like four months ago? I tell you what, it's, it's weird that, isn't it? Because I think I get into a comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm sitting around in London. I've got friends here. I, I've got the stuff that I do. Week to week, you know, certain people I see and stuff like that. And it's very easy to get stuck in that comfort zone. And then ironically, or not ironically, but ridiculously, even if there's the prospect of going to some really fucking cool place where the weather is significantly better than it is here, I'm a bit like, oh, yeah, but, you know. And, yeah. and of course, you get there and you're like, well, this is bloody awesome. I should have done this ages ago. Well, same with me as well. Like...
0: um, You know, even being back in London for now, nearly six weeks, I felt myself getting to this rhythm, this routine, which is quite productive, but fuck, it's boring. Mm. In comparison to what I was doing, which is gallivanting around Brazil, Mexico, different cities on the coast through lockdowns, going a bit crazy. I mean, that's so much more fun. And so it's a balance, right? But, you know, I'm feeling now that I'm glad to be leaving in a couple of weeks, fucking off to Russia, a new journey. That's going to be fucking exciting. I'm actually really excited about that. I think we're going to have an absolute blast. So as soon as as soon as that visa comes back, let's book ourselves some flights, and get mm. ourselves some accommodation, get our asses out there, and, and start having mm. a answer. Crack on, yeah, absolutely, for sure. Well, good, good stuff, to to you guys. Um, Troy, if you have a Roaster roast with task?
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, like this is this is the kind of footage that may be coming to you, coming your way. Very, so soon. that'll be
0: the OnlyFans edition, won't it? Uh, the yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Does yeah, he mean spit roasted? Uh, has he just I, I,
1: I, he, it's like I guess it's, so
0: it's like a couple of foreign guys trying to have like English banter, but they get the words slightly wrong. Hey man, yeah. did you roast her
1: <laughs> there's a there's a oh, somebody's done that as a comedy thing as well. I can't remember what that's yeah, like it, was movie family
0: guy, I think. it was Family Guy. Yeah, that's what right. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. The guy,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really rad sitting on the beach surfing my hair and, and all this. Yeah, hair. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mr. Jake Janeiro uh I, he interviewed me recently he's a brazilian dude who resonates a lot with uh he learned the london day game on all the stuff that we kind of learn as well mm. cool guy so if you ever get in touch with him uh he's a good lad and thank you for the beer mr jake those 10 brazilian reais will buy us probably a slice of bread <laughs> um but uh, we appreciate the the donation nonetheless but on that note Troy it's been a pleasure and uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll do this again soon cheers for tuning in guys good stuff